Hi guys and welcome back to the Hell's Fitness Podcast. My name's Helen and if you're new here, this is a space where I read out the blog posts from my website so you can listen to them whilst you're on the go. And we cover hot and controversial topics across health, fitness and wellness um, and beauty and things that are going on across social media. So today we're going to be discussing how to stop seeking approval from random people on the internet who we don't know. And actually it sounds quite ridiculous when I read it out like that, but this is something that I personally have struggled with for many years and that we know is a growing phenomenon when we find ourselves more and more absorbed by the world of social media and presenting our virtual selves to the world. So today I'm going to be talking about um, some practical steps that we can take to help ourselves feel less obligated to the internet. But firstly, why do we even feel this obligation? Um, so to start with, I think it's worth clarifying that wanting to be liked is a very human thing and there's actually nothing wrong with it. In nature, we actually compare ourselves to others naturally to gain an understanding of where we kind of sit in the pack and in our community, which we then conclude from our social cues that we receive from people around us. So we form opinions about whether our behaviours are good or not and when we're validated by others and it feels good, this tends to make us want to behave in a similar fashion again and again. So it's kind of built into our human nature. And the whole seeking validate, validation thing hasn't come around because of social media. It's something that's been very much part of human nature since probably the beginning of time. Um, and a study conducted by the University College of London and Aarhus University in Denmark determined that external approval activates the section of our brain that is associated with reward. So it basically makes us feel really good. And it's studies like this which are referred to when people talk about how Mark Zuckerberg and all the social media creators um, created social media to be addictive because they know that it kind of triggers that response in our brain. So I think um, there is a difference to today than if we look at back in the 1800s, because for example, instead of posting a picture of ourselves to understand, you know, and gaining a, an understanding of the reaction to it, we would have done things in real life, except back then there was no social media. So obviously we had a much smaller number of people we were doing things for, our friends, our family, our local community. And the general standard of things was far less. There were less ways for us to be approved by society than there are today. For example, when you have... Um, you've got to have like a good house full of nice plants, like indoor plants and crisp white bed sheets and nice painted white walls and you know having a nice car and a perfect relationship and holidays abroad and a great career and but you know having nights out with your friends still and like basically maintaining your youth for like as long as possible you know um but it's not just doing these things nowadays it's doing them whilst looking perfect and documenting it um in a way that looks perfect as well for your online presence so yeah um i think like going back to um kind of one of the way, main ways that we as women seek approval is via the way that we look. And this is something that is not exclusive to today. This goes back hundreds, probably thousands of years. And it just seems as though the more things that we um, like, the more that this list of things we need to achieve grows and changes, the more strenuous it can be for us to keep up and actually feel that validation. Because like, 
people, you know, they're like, oh, you should have big boobs, but not too big, but they should be perky, but have no stretch marks. And like, that's just your boobs. Like you've then got like, have a flat stomach with abs, but not too much abs and definitely not with any fat on it though. So it's like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, the list goes on and it kind of makes you realize why there are so many Facetune apps in existence because there's just so many more standards for us to check now. And these standards are being set by uh, influencers and celebrities who are constantly looking for ways to stay relevant, I suppose, and make money, which usually means ever increasing their looks and then selling products to other young, vulnerable people so they can change their looks too. And it's kind of just like this ongoing thing which keeps like growing and growing each year. So kind of got to the point where everyone has created like a virtual version of themselves online where they're always posting at the right angle it's all airbrushed and they're doing fabulous things which are often not a reflection of their real life and there is a clear reward for doing so which actually goes beyond social approval because actually it can be life-changing because social media presents the opportunity for people to make money and really you know a lot of this is okay and a normal part of human nature until it becomes an addiction or it impacts your mental health which it absolutely did to me and we know that this is happening to many other women and men and I think that's really where the problem lies so a really quick backstory on me I used to post pictures of my body online probably twice a week sometimes once and as my audience and engagement grew it kind of like became an obligation which I had to fulfill and the likes and praise gave me such a rush of validation. I just felt like I was attractive and relevant and you know possessed something which made me feel special and unique compared to my peers which um, just made me feel amazing and I did I did this for years and it was my boyfriend Dylan actually who challenged me one day and said you know, why are you still taking these pictures? What do you get from it? Where is it going? And it just appears to be a bunch of men commenting inappropriate things under your pictures, or it's just other fitness influencers trying to get a comment back. And it's like that comment for comment culture. So what is going on here? And at that point, I decided to challenge myself to stop sharing pictures of my body. And I found it so difficult. It made me realize that I had a problem and there were lots of tears and lots of feeling crap about myself and it really made me realize how addicted I've become and how important this online presence had become to me because so much of my confidence was attached to it and I'd let it define me as a person so much like I always had it in the back of my pocket thinking you know I'm fine I'm great and I'm sexy and because I have loads of people who I don't know approving me online by liking my pictures um So yeah, I realized it controlled my confidence levels too much. And when we rely on social media validation, we end up forming our opinions of ourselves based on how others feel about us. Um, So we're likely to always come up lacking in some way or another. And the problem is when we rearrange our opinions of ourselves, if we don't receive that validation. So we basically think that we're a part of shit when we are not. Um, So yeah, here are some pointers on how I kind of got out of that cycle. And hopefully these pointers might help some other people who may be struggling with this. Um, But yeah, I think point number one is actually becoming aware that you're doing it because I think a lot of people are stuck doing it without really realizing and not realizing that it's having a negative effect on themselves um so maybe ask yourself some questions to start with like if you posted a picture of your ass the other day ask yourself why did you do that did you do it for lols did you do it because you didn't feel as though um 
like did you do it because if you didn't you wouldn't feel as though you're on a par with your peers or you're not living up to expectations and what was the reaction from it did it get loads of likes or not and did that make you feel bad or good about yourself so I think to start with just start exploring what it is that you're doing and reflect on your own content and if you are posting stuff like that just think you know okay how does that make me feel does it make me feel good does it not make me feel good why and like question why you're doing it like dig a bit deeper is it from an insecurity like mine was definitely um well this is kind of looking in I haven't actually spoken to any any like body professionally about this but I think that for me I saw myself I wasn't very academic at school I didn't see myself as having many talents and I had like quite a boring job that I didn't enjoy and actually I felt as though that was one thing I didn't think my face was very pretty so I saw my body as being the one thing that like I really had like and that I was really good at and it was actually the one thing that I could control as well and make better and more extreme and actually I think when I dig deeper into that like yeah it's just so weird looking back but it was so obvious that like I just didn't regard anything else in my life I didn't think that I had any other talent or any other thing to offer the world which is really shit so yeah it's kind of like doing a little bit of investigation on yourself getting to know yourself um, and understanding why you're doing it in the first place um but I think it's important to, important to remember that no matter how many likes you get on social media, it's not a reflection of how likable you are in real life. Because I definitely remember I was working um, somewhere where I wasn't particularly liked. I think because at the time, well, I could do a whole nother podcast about this, about coming into a workplace and not being liked. I think that happened to me quite a lot in my early 20s because I clearly had this big confidence and a load of ego and a load of Instagram followers. And I did kind of walk around a lot like with a massive inflated ego. And yeah, I had friends at work and people did like me, but also a lot of people didn't for different reasons. And I think it's because I was kind of a little bit up myself so yeah, it was really just such a reflection of how you can be liked on social media and people think like, you know, you're, you're getting all this stuff online, but in real life, it's kind of different. But also I did start a job and nobody liked me, um, but that was nothing to do with me either. It was like the culture of the job because I came in and I was like a really happy person. They didn't even know about my social media. But yeah, if anyone's had an experience of starting a job where everyone is completely miserable and bitchy and then you come in and you're really happy and confident and enthusiastic and people just hate you. I mean, this is a whole other podcast for another time, but I have loads. I could do a whole other podcast actually about my work experiences because they're pretty wild. Um, anyway, the, what I was saying was like the significance that we attach to a like is like quite frightening because it's literally somebody moving their finger on their phone, of the, like on the screen of their phone. It's not real life. It's not a reflection of what people do, um, what people feel in real life. So, um. So yeah, I think it does come down to developing a greater sense of self-worth. And when somebody says, oh yeah, you need to just develop a greater sense of self-worth, it's like, okay, that's great, but how do I actually do that? Um, it's really easier said than done. And I think that it's something that you don't just do overnight. You have to continually work on it. But I started by spending more time offline and reminding myself of what I really love and enjoy. Um, my family, the outdoors, going to the theatre cute little doggos and just like discovering rediscovering things that I'm actually good at like I mentioned earlier that I didn't think that I had anything to offer the world apart from my body and how I looked but actually there were loads of things actually I was really good at and loads of things I was passionate about and 
finding things like hobbies that have nothing to do with your appearance or that don't require approval from other people I think is really important because it gives you something to focus on internally it's quite a good place to start um I think we're on point number five so um this is a big one obviously stop comparing yourself to others this is obviously a massive thing we all do it and again it's part of our, of our human nature to compare but when it gets you down or makes you feel the need to share things about yourself or pictures of yourself that you wouldn't usually like you don't really want to share them but you feel like you have to then that's really not it guys and like your uniqueness is your power like it is what makes you so fantastic and uniqueness is a dying breed it's a dying thing I think TikTok's maybe bringing it back a little bit because it's embracing and encouraging of um differences but Instagram, like that like Instagram look that everybody gravitate, gravitated towards kind of shunned uniqueness. But I think uniqueness, you know, it is making a comeback and it is what is so powerful and special about you. So just remember that. Um, and I think my last thing would be, if you think you have a problem, the best way to identify it is to try and stop posting pictures of yourself because I genuinely didn't realize I had a problem until I tried to stop posting pictures of my body like this was pretty much the biggest turning point for me once I'd gone through the weaning process I actually felt so much better like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders and I can't actually imagine getting dressed up again twice a week to take the kind of pictures that I used to because it just took so much time and energy and it wasn't even to make me like it didn't even make me feel good ultimately getting validated by these random people didn't make me happy or fulfilled and as soon as I'd got that fix it was like okay on to the next photo and it didn't really matter because I was always searching for that next like like hit of approval um to just confirm that I was still valuable and that I still had great worth and to to the people who were actually liking and still I guess still do like my stuff it's a fleeting moment especially when it's a picture of your ass it's a fleeting moment for that person yeah okay ass move on to the next and I was putting so much of my self-worth and putting so much of my energy and time into that like it's just ridiculous um so yeah, I think it comes back around like thinking about influencers, questioning like, who is this content for as an influencer? Does it add any sort of value to mine or somebody else's life? Like, does it inspire, encourage or empower others? Like, are you, what message are you delivering? Or are you just posting to seek attention or to get some kind of validation? I think there's so many people out there who are. Um, and maybe like just reass if you're an influencer, just or like just thinking about influencers in general, maybe they need to just reassess why that they're on the app. Because not only are they just seeking validation for themselves, they're also giving other people insecurities and things. I think like there's a level of responsibility there as an influencer. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying don't post for validation at all. I think it's important. And of course, I want my videos to be liked. I still seek validation on those. And I'm trying now to make my creative videos and musical videos for brands. So obviously, the more likes I get, the better. Um, but it definitely doesn't control how I view myself anymore like it used to. It doesn't affect my confidence. And I have no feeling at all. I am not compelled um, to post pictures of my ass on the internet and that is a massive thing for me because there was one point where I really didn't think I would get over it I was like I'm gonna have to do this again at one point because it just gave me so much and I've talked about this before like about the opportunities and the doors that it opens for women when they do post their bodies on the line 
um, online and especially for women who don't maybe have access to a lot of opportunity in life um, or who are struggling financially um, there is a huge huge opportunity to share your body online or to create an OnlyFans and really start cashing in um, so yeah I guess that's slightly separate to the validation thing but yeah, it's a very, very interesting world that we're living in right now. So yeah, I'd really like to hear from you if you've had um, your own struggles with validating yourself online, or if you are going through something like this at the moment, um, send me a DM on Instagram. As I say, I'm really into voice notes at the moment. So don't be freaked out if you send me a DM and I reply with my voice because it's just much easier for me to talk because I do a lot of talking. Um, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in. As always, if you've enjoyed it, please like, share and subscribe so that I can keep doing this. Um, and yeah, if anyone can recommend platform to host your podcasts on that does ads because I've realized I host my podcasts on Anchor but they don't allow me to do ads because I'm in the UK so if anyone has any other hosting recommendations I'm really open to that at the moment I'm thinking about moving so um, yeah do let me know I will speak to you guys all very very soon bye